people here. Not only are they amazing, gorgeous, talented, intelligent, they're siblings. So they've got that in common. A lot of other siblings in common too. Jazz is a writer, she's a, an influencer, she's a producer, she's worked in TV, she's worked on a book project with her, not, not just her brother, but all of your siblings, called The Family Table. And that's sort of what we are here today. We are family. And we have Jake. Jake has a show that was on the Food Network called Smollett Eats. And Jake and both Jazz, they come from an entertainment family, and so they're entertainers as well. So please have a seat. I am very happy to meet you. Felicia and Todd are co-founders of a studio called Box Union. It is a boxing studio. You'll hear a lot more about it really soon. Todd, once upon a time, was in another world. <laughs> and that other world was called finance. And in finance, he didn't get to dress up in t-shirts and shorts all day. He dressed more like this every single day, which means Todd knows numbers. And Felicia has been in marketing. She's been in advertisement. She went to Stanford University, whoop, whoop. She went to UCLA, whoop, whoop. All right, I've known them for a little bit. They've been the living room before. So I'm just gonna sit right here and tell you all their stories. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for Columbus. So start it off, Jake Jazz. Tell me when and how long you all started the first partnership that you had with each other. Oh, gosh. So, well, I changed his diapers. Oh. So I guess that would be... <laughs> Ooh, oh, yes. So appreciative. Oh. You're welcome. Thank you for getting um. me to this point. <laughs> You're going up in the world, Jake. You're going up. <laughs> but beyond that, when he, I guess maybe one of the first things, when he was about 15 uh -huh. and I was uh, in college and I was like 23 or something, he, we started something called Mommy's Baked Goods and it was our mother's pie recipes, vegan. Um, we were going into, we ended up putting them in several health food stores. We worked together on several projects that I was producing. He was younger, he was a PA and then became associate producer. These were like, um, I used to work on a lot of unscripted award shows, um, docu-series or what have you and things like that. And um, behind the scenes of movie specials. Two questions, what's been the most significant partnership you've had together? The cookbook for sure, right? Yeah. Or the cooking show. The cook, I would say, I would say the, the whole cook, cooking but. brand in general that we've created together is like, we started producing um, a cooking show for me in my Hollywood apartment kitchen, like a tiny apartment mm -hmm. kitchen. And we remodeled it a bit and um, started shooting for the Metro system, the TVs on the bus. Oh, So okay. we had little three minute segment cooking shows on the bus, $10 dinners, and that started the whole blogs and the, mm -hmm the uh, interest of, you know, people riding the bus wanting to know these recipes for these $10 dinners. And uh, that sparked us going to Food Network and selling that to uh, Food Network. They bought it in the room, straight to series. And so that really is what sparked us doing the cookbook, our blogs, um, and now doing shows together and all that side of thing. Yeah. But I would say definitely up until now, the book has been the most significant work that we really at points didn't know if we would get through that because... Because yeah. you're sent off on your own. With yeah. the show, it's like mm -hmm. you have a whole team. Right. With the cookbook, it's basically, you, you're sent off by the publisher, you know, here's the, the advance and go produce the book. 
Um, Good luck. Yeah. yeah. So you're on your way. And yeah. so we had to figure out with how to divvy up that work between the two of us so mm. that we wouldn't go too crazy, end up hating each other, right. um, not be able to go to family holidays together. <laughs> or, <laughs> avoiding each other. Right. You know. <laughs> you know. Or, and so that we could stay in our strongest lanes. One of the premises of what we do at Supercharged is to make sure we're able to provide tools. And what Jazz just identified is something that I would call a power tool. In a partnership, she just identified that if you know what your strengths are and your weaknesses, mm -hmm. then you're better able to communicate that with your partner. In this instance, her partner was her brother who was doing all the cooking. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to move really quickly to Todd and Felicia because yours, no recipes. No recipes. <laughs> no, recipes no dreamy stories about food. No, nope. no, we're just building combinations. Okay, hey, so talk to us about these combinations, food combinations and what type of combinations? So Todd and I met almost 12 years ago through our children. And it's really interesting when you meet, and I loved his wife, our kids got along great. And then there's that moment of like, we're gonna get the husbands together and let's see how that works. And when you are couples, trying to make couple friends can be really challenging. But we actually hit it off, and it was amazing because my husband took to Todd, and they formed a really wonderful friendship. And over the years, we shared all sorts of you know, stories about wanting to pursue different things, and we discovered that we had a shared passion for fitness. Um, Todd and my husband, spent a lot of time over the dinner table talking about building a fitness concept. And the best part about the whole thing was that I'm the fitness enthusiast and my husband had never taken a group fitness <laughs> class in his life. Okay. So early on, we had a reorg because I'm like, wait a minute, this is my passion. And it's really good that we did because Todd and Greg are still great friends, but I think like from a partnership perspective, that would have been a recipe for disaster. Um, pun I, no pun intended. Every pun intended. <laughs> um, but we set out to make the world of boxing more accessible and create a whole market within fitness boxing that didn't exist by creating an environment that was inviting, where we got rid of the ring, where we brought people together in unison. Our name is Box Union, and we combine mind, body, music, and boxing. And throughout our 45-minute classes, we work on building a combination. And a lot of what we're doing is, you know, the manifestation of time and energy and vision that Todd has been able to bring forth with the coaches that we found. Yeah, and what I would add to that is, um, when you get into a business like this, you don't even realize how many different levels there are to the business. So there's the, the part that everybody sees, which is the class or the production of what we do, but there's so many other key elements to actually deliver the product the way you need to deliver it on time. That's where you know our partnership, I think, really flourished because sort of playing on what you just said, we realized quickly that our skill sets were super complementary to one another. Um, and what we can't do is all be doing the same exact thing and re, you know, duplicating our efforts and our energy. And so um, you know, we spend a lot of time you know, apart, but we find those key moments throughout a day, at night, whenever it is, to really communicate um, and have each other's back. And so I really think 
um, that in that partnership you need you need someone who's who's helping with the writing and you need someone who's 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 bringing the recipes you know together and it's no different you know for us we need people that are focused on the operations we need someone that's focused on the product how those those things come together and we spend a lot of time and we spend a lot of time with our people within the company on how to kind of drive that communication if you will uh, of, a, of, a, of a partnership, because we really view all the people that are with us as our partners. I was on a panel last week in Dallas, and there was a woman there who uh, is the vice president or something of the Southwest region, Coca-Cola. And she was suggesting to this new business startup that they ask their team, okay, what are your, your interests? Because oftentimes someone's interests are their strengths. Mm -hmm. What are you really passionate about? And going through their employees asking that, whatever they're passionate about, that is their lane. And they report to you and they get advice from you, but you need to give them space in their lane mm -hmm. so that they can thrive and grow your business. And then they'll be excited to help you grow your business because they have a stake in it. Mm -hmm. And one of the interesting things she just said was is passion. I think that's really important. We were on an interesting call this week with someone that runs a big uh, yoga chain. and. We were talking about se selling and how do you get your front desk people you know, to sell and how do they think about it. And, and she was really interesting, this woman. She said, look, I employ yogis. Like by their nature, they don't sell. The, the only thing that they become comfortable in selling and it's not selling to them is something they're passionate about. Mm. Like you said, one of, the, one of the key points in picking a partner is like knowing your weakness first. Mm -hmm. What are your strengths and your weaknesses? But you need to find someone that can fill in the blanks of your weaknesses so that you can make a whole partnership. And um, one of our struggles, I think, has been being siblings, mm -hmm. you know, and how so? When you're with a sibling, you kind of get into the mode of let's hang out, let's, you know. You're comfortable. You're comfortable. And, and boundaries, like, okay, we're going to set this meeting at this time where we need to go over this, or we need to get our other two um, members of this book on the phone, and we need to set a phone call. And, you know, if I'm texting everyone, hey, the publisher needs this by this date. And maybe it's a little less important <laughs> it's a sibling. So people, okay. you know, really keeping in mind those boundaries and that, yes, we are siblings, but we're also partners in this project and how do we keep communication open as business partners and not bleed into that comfort of being siblings or the emotional aspect of it. Or, you know, well, you're always thinking you're in charge, you know, that or having, kind of thing. Or having, like, for, for instance, having an hour to meet with each other, right. but not spending 20 minutes catching up. Would you say that challenge in particular of, like, the division between the family bond versus the work or business bond is specifically because you're siblings? Do you see it as any other partnerships that would have that challenge? I would think I would if you're think. friends and yeah. partners, you know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think <laughs> a lot of time, yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. catching up and yeah. talking about our kids and things yeah. like that. Okay, so then what do you all do? What are your challenges in that? You said yeah. you like catching up and talking about kids. I would say we have, a, it's a similar dynamic. I mean, especially when you're, you know, with siblings, obviously you have, you know, years and years and years of experience with them. And while we've known each other, you know, 12 years, um, we've known each other in very different contexts, right? So in, in the, you know, now that we're like, you know, two to three years from 
when we actually developed the idea to bringing it to market and, and all that. Um, you know, I think in the beginning we were always like probably like, oh, I don't want to offend the person. I don't want to be yeah. so direct. Now she has no problem telling <laughs> me to stop talking and <laughs> we got to get back to business. <laughs> um, and, and so I think at first you're just kind of like trying to figure out where those boundaries are and when do we talk about this and when do we, we deal with, with that. So I'm not worried, well, if I say something to her, is, it, is she gonna then like say something to my wife that, well, he's really not as nice as he looks. Um. <laughs> I will say the one thing that I did tell his wife was having been in business with Todd, I have so much more of an appreciation and respect for him. It was hard for our kids at first. I mean, my son would come home and he would say, like, I feel like you like Todd more than you like Dad. And I'm like, well, you know, that's not the case. It's just that, like, we're getting this business and we don't know what we're doing and it requires a lot of work. Or then his kids will be like, well, they can come over, but, like, you guys can't spend the whole time talking about Fox Union. So, oh, wow. <laughs> so then how did you overcome some of those difficult conversations? Or even beyond overcoming them, how did you have them? And this is for all of you, mm -hmm. because you've all mentioned certain times you just have to get in and get it done. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it is really crucial to be incredibly self-aware and to be able to acknowledge what your strengths and weaknesses are. And if you're gonna be in a partnership, then there has to be transparency and being able to like be vulnerable. One of the things we talk a lot about is sort of more we, less me. Mm. And yes, we have this partnership, um, but we also have to be willing to bring more people into the partnership. Mm -hmm. You know, not many people out there can build something completely, you know, on their own. Mm -hmm. They all need um, more, more people involved, more points of view. Um, and so, you know, to, to me, the big thing is just really that statement and and bringing more people into the partnership and making sure the partnership is set up um, that it allows more people in, but it has ways of making decisions. Because I think the other problem partnerships and run into is sometimes you might make a decision for the sake of making a decision that you can agree on, mm -hmm. but it may not be the best decision. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be willing to still have those tough conversations to really build a valuable partnership. Yeah. I would definitely say just respect for your partner. I think mm -hmm. that that's the key ingredient. And um, because if you don't respect their opinion, then you're just going to turn into a know-it-all and think you're driving the ship all the time. Mm -hmm. And for our partnership, it's, it's always been about mutual respect, knowing that person's lane, knowing that, you know, just because that's their lane doesn't mean that you won't have to drive in that lane too sometimes and pick up slack and vice versa. And it's being siblings, it really does come down to respect, I think, more than anything. Well, that is all the time we have for now for Power Partnerships Deconstructed. So let's give a round of applause to Jazz, to Jake, to Felicia, to Todd. Come and meet me at the summit.